what if you believed you could achieve any success you've always wanted? What would you do differently? What would you think differently? Thank you for listening to On the Air with Jeanette Sibley. It's your time for success. I'm coming to you from the Mile High City of Denver, Colorado. My focus each week is to share with you success tips, insights, and how to do it that help you achieve the results and successes you've always wanted in your business, in your career, and in other areas of your life. Are you ready to uncover the success you've always wanted? Keep listening. Welcome, and I trust each of you are doing well during this time. There's a lot of things changing around the world, and I hope that each of you are doing well. So here are three questions to get us started for today's podcast. Take a moment and think through the questions. How many of you believe you have great habits as a leader? How many of you know you need to improve some of your habits? And how many of you are in denial that you have any bad habits? The truth is, all of us have bad habits. Some of us have a few, while others have major work to do. And what inevitably gets in your way of being a confident leader is your bad habits. And due to all the uncertainty today that we're experiencing as a leader, you are under more pressure than ever before. And now is when your leadership habits, the good, the not so good, and the you need to improve, can either support you and your team achieving great results or not. Here's the key and something to always remember. As a leader, any bad habit, any bad habits are amplified during a crisis. They will come out and be displayed in unexpected, in unwanted ways. These bad habits will be harder to ignore. As an executive coach for the past 27 years, my job has been and still is, is keeping my clients, readers, and listeners focused on achieving their goals and excelling as leaders to produce dynamic results. And bad habits are an area that all of my clients have had to successfully address. Here are three top bad habits for you to improve upon in order for you as a leader or somebody who would like to become a leader. These are the three areas for you to focus on today and tomorrow. You ready? Here we go. The number one bad habit is poor listening skills. And this bad habit will sabotage your results every single time. I'm sure many of you have been in meetings where you have the leader busy doing other things other than listening. And I know I've been in those meetings as well. So I have a quick story to share with you. So there was a leader who had the bad habit of checking his emails and texts during meetings. And he insisted he was only multitasking and could hear everything being said. He failed to understand that our brains, the human brain, is wired for only one activity or at a time. That multitasking is a myth. And it wasn't until he missed hearing critical information that he learned this lesson the hard way. And in this particular situation, and I'm sure you've seen it happen as well, is he failed to hear what he needed to know even after 
team members repeated themselves, the leader still failed to understand or question the significance of it. His attention, his listening was not there in the meeting. And so as a result, the budget was exceeded, the timeline was missed, and needless to say, the client was not very happy. In this situation, and I know from all of you listening, you need to listen, especially when you don't want to hear what's being said or you think you know what is being said. None of you are mind readers. The bottom line here, always listen as though your results and career depend on it because they do. Bad habit number two, lack of awareness. I remember a leader one time who constantly found fault with how others did their work. He thought he could do it better and faster. And the truth was, he just didn't have the skills to do their jobs. And he lacked the awareness of the impact of his comments and did not understand that these comments disengaged his team, hurt their productivity, and slowed down achieving the results. Here's the truth of the matter. When someone fails to achieve the required results, it's time to inspire confidence in your team members, not criticize their work habits. Remember, during this crisis, it's not business as usual. Those resources that might have been readily available when they were in the office may not be readily be available right now. It's important that in all conversations, in addition to listening, that you stay present. So here's a quick cheat sheet on how to work through a process. As a leader, state the intended goal or results of a project in 10 words or less. If it's more than that, then you're not clear on what needs to happen. Then listen to each and every team member's input and concerns. Work through any pushbacks in a win-win manner. And this could be any concerns that there might be some ethical considerations, it may not be workable, the impact on others may be different today because you've got employees who are working from home, employees who are working in the office, you may have people that are no longer employed with you because of this crisis. So keep in mind that it's not business as usual. Listen as though your results depend on it and stay aware. Next, align the work and completion dates with your team to meet the client's needs. And then you as the leader, your primary job is to provide the necessary resources. I'm going to repeat myself here because I want to make sure you're hearing this. Remember, working from home is not the same as working from the office. The bottom line here is your awareness will determine the quality and timeliness of your team's results. Number three bad habit is a know-it-all attitude. And I'm sure you've seen people who think they've got everything handled. And those are the people who you need to really pay closer attention to um, because they usually don't. So here's a story for you about a new leader who was a micromanager. Now, as many of you know, many new leaders are micromanager because they are still inexperienced. And like many others, she wanted everything done exactly as she thought it should be done. 
And so whenever a mistake was made, instead of talking it out and taking responsibility, she blamed her team and others for her feeling humiliated and for letting her down. In other words, she took things very personally. Number one, to break this bad habit, you need to understand it's not personal when mistakes are made. And then number two, as a leader, it's up to you to listen to your team members' ideas. This will help you break this bad habit. Keep in mind that your team members are working on the front lines and can be resourceful when encouraged to do so. Also, as a leader, listen from compassion since they are also experiencing a lot of frustration, stress, and anxiety during these uncertain times. It's up to you to inspire confidence in them. It's not your team's responsibility to inspire confidence in yourself. That's an inside job. Bottom line here is build true confidence in yourself and others, and that starts inside of you. To wrap up, remember bad habits are amplified during a crisis. They will come out and be displayed in unexpected and unwanted ways. The number one way and the fastest way to work through these is to work with an executive coach right now to effectively navigate through these uncertain times. Don't put it off until tomorrow. Because remember, what you do today in Q2 will impact your results in Q3 and beyond. And taking the bull by the horns right now is the mark of a confident leader who will inspire his and her team members and help them build their confidence too. Until next time, I want to thank you for listening to On the Air with Jeanette Seibley. It's your time for results. Tune in next week for more insights on how to achieve the success you've always wanted with my straight talk with dynamic results. Until next week, enjoy a great and successful week. Mm-hmm.